snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws caught. Foles, touchdown. And here he goes. It's Hester inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just, I'm not entirely sure why we're not on the screen. There it is. I see it now. Um, we are just two weeks away from football. Um, not very long until we get some week one action. Um, but first... We have a lot to cover. Um, if you missed it, our Sunday show for our fantasy draft has come and gone. So if you want to tune into that one, it's strictly um, and exclusively on our um, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, but it will not be released on Spotify. So go and check that out if you're listening to this in advance just to see how that unfolded. It was a lot of, it was a lot of fun to have all the guys together. Um, but one of those guys is with us here today, as he always is, the co-host of the Pigskin Project and my best friend, Ben Hansen. How are you doing today? Uh, phenomenal. I'm going to be honest with you. Today um, today was a good day. Until, uh, if you guys recognize the last couple of episodes, I've been doing this on the phone. Finally got the Wi-Fi back up and going. Um, now the actual computer poops out on me. But today, today, it's been a solid day. You know, it's been a good day. Uh, enjoyed my weekend. First week of school is done. That's nice. Yes. Nice yes. as always. Um, I killed it. How, how did uh, your week of school go? I'll be completely honest with you. Um, it's Swamp. it's like a change of pace for me. So as really? you know, I mean, and if you know me personally, I'm a procrastinator. I like to do things last minute and last minute meaning like <clears throat> two weeks later. Um, so like – you know, as far as, you know, responsibility and, and taking that and everything, I feel like I've been more accepting within the past week. And I'm, I'm only going to take a small sample size of this. I'm not going to overact too much just because um, I feel like I have um, really taken charge of me and myself as a student. I've been trying not to uh, preoccupy, preoccupy with myself with uh, things that don't matter as much. Um, I have I have three priorities as far as I'm concerned. It's my my job um, with T-Mobile. It's my broadcasting job in the podcast. And then it's also school. Um, once all of those things are done, that's when I can sit down and relax and, you know, do what I like to do as far as, you know, video games, stuff like that. I feel like I'm able to do that. And I've set a boundary for me and I've, I've looked forward to, um, you know, just kind of keep keep that one going because I feel like it's a good mindset to have at least at the beginning of it. Uh, college is a very very um, what's the word? important thing. I yes. mean, very crucial thing for what you want to do later in life. And if I'm going to take this seriously, I need to take school seriously. So um, I don't know. Like I've said, I mean, I've got a lot of things on my mind, um, Ben. I mean, I've said this before. I'll say it again. You're an inspiration to me from what I've been able to see you do. Um, you know, looking forward to doing all that stuff myself, but. 
Um, one of the things that we get to do together is this podcast. Love it. Yes. I think that we should go ahead and get started with our weekly news. What do you think? Pleasure. Yes, completely. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hey, I wanted to be respectful, everyone. I had to mute myself there. No, I completely agree. Um, I mean, there's one, um, I would say, big news. You know, it's just saddening that it's happening again in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But, yes. yes. Um, what he's talking about, too, um, punter Matt Ariza has been accused, along with two others, of um, sexually assaulting a 17-year-old girl at an off-campus party a year ago according to a civil lawsuit that was filed. Um, and as a result, today, as of the 27th, the Bills are releasing Matt Ariza following these accusations. Um, he was one of our – I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't speak for you. He was one of my draft prospects that were fun to watch yeah. because he's a punter and he did great. I mean, who else can punt – what was that, an 86-yard um, punt? I mean, that was, that was really good. Um, but it's unfortunate. Um, I, I would joke around about this off air. I'll be completely honest, but you know, keep it professional on air. We're not going to do that. Um, but moving on to more positive things, the Seahawks week one starter will be Geno Smith instead of Drew Locke. Um, I'm a fan of that move. I don't know. How do you feel? Um, well, it, it came down to what, you know, they showed in camp and it's very much to the, Drew Locke has that flash. I mean, that's the reason he was drafted in the second round um, a couple of years ago. He has that flash, he has that big arm. Um, but you know what you're getting in Geno Smith. You know, you, you know, Geno Smith isn't going to turn over the ball. He's not going to make stupid mistakes. He's not going to make a game-winning throw, but he's not going to – most often is not going to put you in position to lose a game. Um, it sucks. You would have loved to see a gunslinging type of quarterback like Drew Locke be a quarterback back there with guys like DK Metcalf. Um, it's a shame, uh, but, you know, um, I still think by the trade deadline, um, the starting quarterback for them going into the rest of the season will be, uh, Jimmy G. So, oh, I love that. Um, we're, we're going to go ahead and talk about that too. A trade partner for Jimmy Garoppolo just strictly does not exist. Um, however, Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph is drawing trade interest, which I, I think it's all a contract thing. I think yeah, because Jimmy Garoppolo makes the amount of money that he makes, it's just not, you know, not likely that he gets traded anymore. Um, I've said it before. Again, I'll say it again. Um, I think he's going to be a 49er. I think Jimmy G is going to start as a 49er, even though he just won't be there. Start he's going to be on. He's not going to. I did say that, but it's not likely anymore. But I oh, was okay. right halfway that Jimmy G is going to be a 49er. Um, whether or not he practices, whether or not he's on the sideline, is up in the air. I think he might just stay on the payroll and just sit at home. <laughs> but, you know, until something else happens, that's it. Um, as far as Mason Rudolph goes, though, I mean, I, I'm not a fan. I mean, he hasn't been the no. same more since Miles Garrett hit him, but. You know. Well, he, well, even before that, I mean, again, I they drafted. I think they drafted him in the second round. Um, God, that would have been, I think, four years ago. Uh, that would have been the draft before Drew Locke. Um, yeah, and he, I, I know he was getting buzzed this year about like, oh, it's a three-headed quarterback battle. You know, it's gonna be Kenny Pickett. Is it gonna be you know, uh, Mr. Trubisky? Is it gonna be Mason Rudolph? It's no. 
It's yeah. not. Um, again, I think he's a. I think he's a fine backup quarterback. Um, you know, if he needs to do some spot starts, um, but I couldn't see um, a team really trading for him. There's not usually markets for backup quarterbacks, and a team like say the Seahawks, for example, you're not right. trading for him. I mean, he's he's not much better than what you already have. Yeah. Um, let's see. So next up, um, so, I mean, speaking of the Steelers, you were talking about Kenny Pickett. Um, he's making a late push for this team's starting job. I find that interesting. Um, just, just because we've had, we've had a lot of hype, at least on this podcast from me about Trubisky. Um, he struggled a little bit, but at the same time, he's also succeeded in some areas, um, but mostly struggled. Um, which is unfortunate. You you want to see yeah. a lot more from him following what happened in Chicago. I hope that he gets the week one start to be able to actually see as far as, you know, maybe he can make something of it. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm starting to ride the hype train that Kim, Kenny Pickett will be at least at the end of the year starting at some point. Yeah. I mean, if he wasn't starting at the end of the year, then let's be honest, it was, a terrible pick because you don't like you don't draft Kenny Pickett to sit back and develop him. He was not the tools guy. No one was saying he's the tools guy. The reason the appeal to Kenny Pickett in the draft was he can come in and he can start and he can be a, a guy, um, a Kirk Cousins esque guy. You know, he doesn't sit behind, you know, say Ryan Tannehill as Malik Willis is doing. If he doesn't start by week three, I'm going to say then something had to have happened because, right. again, you, you drafted this guy to be an average starter. So, like, you sit back and he has tools to develop. Right. So, um, Next up, the Cowboys have reached out to free agent slash retired offensive tackle Andrew Whitworth after Tyron Smith's injury. Um, I don't expect Whitworth to come back no. whatsoever. Um, just going to keep that cut and dry. Nothing really special there. But – Jets wide receiver Denzel Mims has requested to be traded or released and the Panthers have at least, you know, at least the Panthers have publicly um, released information saying that they have called the Jets with interest in him. Um, I will say I I'm a fan of Mims, although he hasn't really done very much. I think that he's a very big receiver that um, could make a splash on the right team. And um, I think if he were to go to Chicago, because it's very, very much need at this point. Yes. It, it would definitely be an upgrade. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I'd agree. Um, I was high on um, Denzel Mims coming out of college. Um, I was like, I mean, I was a huge fan of Denzel Mims. I was for him going um, in the first round. Um, that's that same uh, class Jackson Jefferson, Jalen Rager was in. Those wondering. Um, but I think a connection people – uh, I would say the average football fan isn't making um, was Denzel Mims went to Baylor. Um, and if you remember where um, Matt Rule was, Panthers head coach, mm-hmm. before he was uh, the Panthers head coach, he was at Baylor. Um, okay. And I think that is why we are seeing that connection uh, there, at least the Panthers trying to do something, because Denzel Mims was a special wide receiver at Baylor. Um, and again, to be in the NFL, you have to have a big head. Um, and I'm sure – Matt Rule has a big head thinking, you know, I can, I can, you know, bring this back out of him like I did at college. Uh, so it makes sense that at least the Panthers are uh, showing interest, uh, but he hasn't done much in his NFL career. I mean, I'm not very surprised that he uh, is asking about this, uh, but I, I, I'd love to see him play with the Bears and Justin Fields because that gives a nice guy opposite of 
Darnell Mooney. Right. And speaking of the Panthers as well, um, quarterback. Um, okay, so Baker Mayfield was selected as the starting quarterback. Yes. Um, shortly after, you know, a preseason game, news broke that quarterback Sam Darnold was carted off the field. Um, you know, and they're also having another quarterback injured. Uh, their rookie quarterback, Matt Corral, is also done for the season with a foot injury. Um, so, I mean, that really narrows it down. Uh, well, there's your starting quarterback in Baker Mayfield. That really fits yes. the narrative for the Browns game as well. Um, but it's very unfortunate for the Panthers just to be like, wow, like all of those guys just got hurt. I mean, we're kind of screwed if our quarterback gets hurt against the Browns. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you said, he got carved off the field. Um, high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like something super, super serious. So if Baker Mayfield stinks it off the first, you know, four or five games, I'm sure they'll have Sam Darnold in. Um, and obviously by no means am I saying I'm a fan of players getting injured. Um, but I, I, I like PJ Walker. Um, I don't know if people know who PJ Walker was. He played in the XFL and he was the best quarterback in the XFL. Um, and he's basically only been with the Panthers since um, PJ Walker was their backup quarterback last year. Um, I, I like P.J. Walker, but then, you know, with Baker Mayfield getting uh, – Baker Mayfield coming over, them drafting Matt Corral, there wasn't really a spot on the roster for P.J. Walker. Um, but now with Sam Darnold gone and uh, Matt Corral sadly getting hurt, uh, that gives P.J. Walker another shot in the NFL roster. Um. I'm going to take a brief break in the news and just say this Bears team in the third preseason week has just looked ultimately sound as a unit. Um, I'm very excited, although it's just a preseason game. So it's it's like, dude, calm down. But at the yeah. same exact time, uh, Nathan Peterman, the third string quarterback, uh, he called an audible and the receivers on the outside as well as the running back and the fullback all in unison, whether or not this was a coincidence or not is, you know, up in the air, both did the little like helmet tap thing where it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. The thing is, is if that's actually coordinated, that tells you a lot about Eberflus's like, um, what's the word? Um, I guess, uh, oh man, discipline, his discipline. Cause it looks like the team's very disciplined. Um, Justin Fields was able to get a little bit more time in the pocket today, so that was nice. That's Braxton good. Jones has been a stud for us so far. Um, so just wanted to say they're be currently beating the Browns 21-20 to 20, uh, with just a couple minutes left in the fourth and in the preseason. Next week there's no football for the Bears, so I'm kind of sad. But moving on. College Michael, football, oh my goodness. Ben's college, college football Ben's is, college corner can't come back next week because – Football starts Saturday next week, six days away. And I'm going to try and keep up with that, too. So you have somebody yes. to talk to this year, too. But I will, I I will cannot, try. I mean, words cannot express. Obviously, draft season is my favorite season. Yeah. Um, fantasy draft season, too. But um, uh, college football, words cannot express how excited I am for the college corner to be back. I cannot wait. <laughs> um, sorry for cutting you off. No, you're good. Um, Michael Carter is working ahead of Brees Hall as the Jets running back one. Um, yeah, you look frustrated. No, I, I mean, I'm not frustrated. I, I don't, I don't think anything it's, it's the same. If you look at, um, uh, not Naeem Hines. Um, if you look at the, like the Texans roster, um, guys, uh, Damian Pierce is not the RB one on that team. 
uh, at mm. least uh, on – oh, I guess he just got moved up. Uh, but for a super long time, it was Marlon Mack. Um, I understand he's getting work, but everything we've seen from him, like he was working in the offense as ones in the preseason. He was sitting out when the ones have left. Obviously, we don't have the privilege – um, to go to practice and see what's happening on uh, there. But, I, I mean, I, I, I think it's one of those things he's been in the NFL, uh, but I, I, don't think he'll, uh, I don't think he'll be starting there for long. I mean, Brees Hall will be the starting running back there. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand that as well. I, I mean, I've always liked Michael Carter. Um, yeah. But, you know, as far as – that goes i mean Brees hall obviously we like him here um you know we like his family too so um you know i just very much um i i hope the best for for Brees hall though just because i i expect a lot from him but as far as fantasy hype goes he's got a lot built up right now and i think people should just calm down for right now yeah absolutely i I think people need to calm down Uh, but i think it's uh really interesting that you bring up um, fantasy conversation because I know uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast um, we had a very interesting conversation about um, tight ends in fantasy football and one of the guys um, I know I've brought up on the podcast um, is Mike Gusecki uh, but there's been a lot of rumors recently about Mike Gusecki um, getting traded and Mike Gusecki going somewhere else um, it's real hard for me to see them moving on from him I don't know who their backup is off the top of my head uh, but Mike Gusecki is around that 10th tight end in the league right now. And again, there's a steep drop off between him and then the next group of guys. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I understand that there's buzz and rumors, um, but give, give Tua the weapons he needs. Cause right now he has, um, they signed in, uh, they signed Cedric Wilson a free agency. Obviously they made the big trade for Tyree kill. Uh, we have Jalen Waddle. Um, give him a safety blanket. I mean, tight ends are the safety blanket for the quarterbacks. So I, I, I think it'd be crazy for them to trade Mike Maseki. Um, I don't think Mike Maseki is going anywhere. Um, I think he's going to stay right here. So, um, another news though. Uh, it's sad to see J.C. Jackson's out right now. Um, he has a, uh, he's he has ankle surgery, so he's going to be out uh, two to four weeks. So. There's a chance we'll see him back here um, week two um, at the earliest, um, week six at the latest. But I, I, I really don't think um, there's much to come from that. I mean, it's surgery. Sucks to see a guy like that. But it, um, it's nothing crazy. And let's be honest, the last 10 games of the season are usually what matters. So if, if he needs to, you know, step out and, you know, even if he's slightly ready, I, I think give him some time. Uh, that Chargers team is going to be phenomenal. Obviously, J.C. Jackson was a huge ad for him this offseason. Um, but, um, I mean, they don't quite need him. Obviously, he's a good help. But they, their defense is stacked. Uh, their offense is real stacked. We're getting into power rankings here a little bit later on. And I'm sure we will talk about the Chargers. Uh, sad to see him go. Uh, but I think that team will do just fine without him uh, while he's gone. Um, in other news, um, Kenyon Drake is going to get released, which I, as an Eagles fan, am absolutely rooting for. Uh, I'm wondering if something went on behind the scenes or something we're not seeing. Uh, I think Kenyon Drake is a real good running back. He's shown that he could be a starting running back in the league. I mean, obviously, you probably don't want him to start, um, but I think he's 
I mean, at worst, the third best running back on that Raiders roster. So I'm wondering if it stems back to Kenyon Drake and his team asking uh, to be released or traded because, you know, he wants to be at least the second fiddle in the running back room. And let's be honest, if you're sitting behind Josh Jacobs, you're not really getting anywhere. In uh, other news, last week in preseason, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, there's a clip of him that went pretty viral. Um, he had a uh, cut block. Uh, it looked like it was going to be real bad. He, he was he was down there for a minute, and, and I know – uh, there was speculation going around the internet, kind of talking about, you know, did he tear an ACL? Uh, did he tear an MCL? No, um, he he sprained his MCL, but he'll be out uh, three or four weeks. Again, we'll see him for the majority of the season. Um, but the bigger conversation around that is people were talking um, whether or not that was a dirty hit. And for those wondering, it was a, a cut block, Thaddeus Moss, uh, Randy Moss's son. He plays tight end for the uh, Bengals. Uh, did a cut block at his knee, and people are saying it's dirty. Um, I really don't think it's – we see cut blocks happen all the time. Uh, it's considered legal. Um, it's a shame to see something like that happen, but that is a football move, and I understand people are like, he needs to be traded, he needs to be suspended. Um, it sucks, uh, but I, I, I think it was bad timing, Kayvon Thibodeau thinking he was going to get a crack back block, um, and he'd get cut blocked instead. It was sad. Um, and another weird thing people talking about suspension is Aaron Donald. Did you see what happened? Oh uh, my down God. That yeah. Training Jeez. Yeah, no, that was ridiculous. I mean, the man went completely nuts. Like, okay. Yeah, let me just say this. I do not, um, I, I, I do not endorse the idea of hitting people in the head with a helmet, but no. that was very entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, I, I saw that and it wasn't like a, you know, holy crap, somebody should stop that guy. It was more like, holy crap, how much more can he do? Like, the man's <laughs> like dual wielding helmets right now. Like, what? I mean, you know, just, and it wasn't even like a Miles Garrett thing where it was just like one hit, he's done. No, he no, straight he up was, just bop, bop, bop. He's like, I mean, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he wasn't trying to go like for the slow high score. No, he was going fast. He was wanting to get it done. Um, yeah, no, he was definitely swinging for the fences. That's the one guy I would not want to get in a fight with. I would <laughs> probably rather fight Miles Garrett than Aaron Donald, but it's definitely close. Um, yeah. either way, an, a, a dual wielding helmet Aaron Donald is much scarier than anything I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and I've seen pretty scary animals in person as well. So, uh, yeah, anyways, wow. Um, but yes, let's move on to the last headline because uh, we're just almost 25 minutes into this. Um, line, Bears linebacker Roquan Smith plans to play out his 2022 contract and extension talks have been stalled for right now. Very bittersweet coming from a Bears fan. Um, you get your best player on defense for sure, but it's very likely that he could leave for absolutely nothing now. Um I hope to God that they re-sign him. He deserves a lot of money. In fact, he deserves a lot more um, everything. He needs a Pro Bowl appearance. Um, he's been, I mean, absolutely um, just robbed of that opportunity. I think it's ridiculous that he doesn't have it. Um, not only that, but, I mean, it's kind of costing him money, too. Um, I'm sure that it's a negotiating point for the Bears as far as 
you know, well, why would we sign you to a pro bowling contract if you were not a pro bowler? Like, you know, you haven't done that yet. It's like, okay, but also he's like kind of a generational talent, <laughs> you know? So, someone has to say it. the pro bowl is so wildly overrated now. It's so, it's a fan vote. Like it's not who's the best anymore. Roquan Smith was, was a top five linebacker last year in all of the NFL, but he'd make the Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl is a fan-voted thing. And, um, you know, you, when you look at people up and you look at their stats, they're like, oh, five Pro Bowls. I don't think that's what it means anymore. You know, 20 years ago, you know, 10 years ago even, it, it, was, it was a real honor to play in the Pro Bowl. And not that it's not now, but it just doesn't have the same weight behind it. So if the no. Bears – if that's the Bears' holdup that – he hasn't made a Pro Bowl. No. There's some bigger problems going I'm, on. For sure. I just wanted to say that it's more than likely a negotiating tactic for sure. I mean, it's yes. and it's not up to Roquan at all either. It's just, you know, kind of like a, well, I mean, play like a Pro Bowler then, you know? Um, yeah. But, I mean, without staying on that too long, just because we <laughs> talk way too much about that. Ladies and gentlemen, the first edition of the 2022 season – the pigskin power rankings yes. for every single NFL team in the league. Um, so I think, how do you, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do list all together and then, um, or do you want to just go, my number one is blank. My number one is blank, blah, blah, blah. Um, what do you want to do? So I I'll say I have mine, I, I had mine broken up into, into some tiers. Um, I'll okay. say that obviously I have all 32 listed. Um, but like I have a group of 11 um, okay. and then I have a big middle group and then I have some like trash teams down there at the end. Um, well, then it's completely here's... up to you how you want to do it. I can read my first because again, that first group's 11. I can read that first 11 to you um, and then you can react to it and you know, so on and so forth if you like. Mine's going to be a very controversial and I love mm-hmm. it, um, but it was very easy for me to make surprisingly. Um, let me go ahead and go first, and then yes. you can grade me on all of these. Um, but I'm I'm gonna have little brief um, reasons as to why, and then we can go back and forth. But you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it because we got a big show today. Um, number one, very blatantly obvious, the Bills. Um, yes. <laughs> they're just without a doubt the best team in the league right now. Number two for me, the Chargers. Love the Chargers right now. Very high on the Chargers right now. I think they've got a great roster, and they upgraded their defense too to the point to where they can win a few more games this year. We can get to that later. Number three, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are probably the most complete roster in the whole NFC. Right there up next to my number four, which is the Rams. Mm Mm-hmm. Number five is the Super Bowl running or runners up Bengals. Number six is their NFC North or AFC North rival Baltimore Ravens. I have them up okay. very high. Um, I have the Denver Broncos at seven. I have the Kansas City Chiefs at eight. Um, the 49ers at nine. The Cowboys at 10, and you could stop me at anything. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about that? Stop. Stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, stop, stop. Is that 10? Yes. Hey, whoa. Two two gripes. Did you have the Eagles ranked? Did you have the Eagles ranked behind the Cowboys? Behind the Cowboys, yes. That's bad. We, that's, that's, 
awful. We had not very far way, behind. We, listen, though. listen, listen back to I think it was our first ever playoff or season predictions. Mind you, we had the Eagles finishing um, ahead of the Cowboys. Yes. That's awful. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, we're, we're we're in a, a, a lot of agreements with everything. Um, there's one team that I think I'm a little higher on than you are, but they're still within your top ten. Okay. So, um, um, I have the Bills. Wait. Nope. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Give your. Let me. Yeah, let me have number time. eleven for me. Raiders is yeah. my number eleven. Um, they're just a really good wow. team, and yeah, already have the AFC uh, West in there. So, anyways, yeah, your top eleven then. All right. Um, this comes as no surprise to anyone. Um, it shouldn't come as any surprise as anyone. It's the Bills. We just. I mean. There's not much to talk about it. They're the best roster in the league. Let me, let me give a slight – yeah, sorry for cutting you off. Let me give no a worries. slight disclaimer. I was very rushed making this list. For me to put the Cowboys over the Eagles, thinking about it right now, I am much higher on the Eagles than I am the Cowboys this season. <laughs> and if I could swap them, I would totally put them there. Eagles are number 12 for me anyway, so it's not too big of a difference. It's not drastic. But mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, 11 for you. Yeah. Um, I had the Bills there at one, not much to say. Um, Bucks at two, not much to say about that. Again, two best rosters in football, two most complete rosters in football. Um, I have like a 3A, 3B. I couldn't – I have Rams and Chargers at three and four. Um, I couldn't decide who I wanted at three and who I wanted at four. I really wanted to put the Rams at three um, and have the Chargers at four, but Matt Stafford's really concerned me with all that news that's coming out. So I had to put them on the same level. Um, Bengals at five. So our top five's pretty much the same teams. Uh, this team here at six, um, I know I'm a little bit higher on you than um, than you are, but uh, I have San Fran here at six. Okay. Um, I think that stems from my love for their quarterback. Um, and I think their offense is just going to be really, really good this year. Um, I have Chiefs at seven. Uh, Broncos at eight. Um, Ravens at nine, Eagles at ten, Dolphins at eleven. Okay. Um, now for twelve through, I'm gonna do twelve through twenty. Um, yeah, so Eagles, good. like I said, I'm gonna swap them. So I'm just gonna put the Cowboys here. Eagles at ten. Um, I do think the Eagles are better than the Raiders. So not sure why that is there either. <laughs> um, thirteen is the Packers. Yes. Fourteen is the Colts. Wow! 15. Whoa! You have the Packers. Wow! This is this is crazy. You have the oh. Packers ranked. Uh, I won't say significant. At least five teams higher than what I have them. It's okay. I will say, and I and I hate backtracking, but mm-hmm. these next Here, you three. Wanna, do you want to go to twenty-two? By the way. Yeah, that's fine. The next three. Maybe four teams I would rather have than the than the Packers. I would feel okay. more confident having being a fan of these next four than I would be as a fan of the Packers. The next four are the Colts, the Browns, the Cardinals, the Vikings, and the Dolphins. <laughs> um, okay. You have the Dolphins very high. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins took a slight step back on defense this year, but a huge step forward for offense so that's that's huge but Tua is just not selling me right now in the running back room although it's got some big names in it I'm not entirely sure where to put this team just yet so it's kind of like a 
meh, let's see what you do, and then I'll move you up later mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, as for the Packers, though, I mean, their offense took a huge step back. Yeah. Um, and, and we could talk about this later, but Aaron Jones, I am very low on this year. Um, a lot of people are high on him and stuff like that for fantasy and everything. I'm, I'm okay with that. It's fine. Um, AJ Dillon is taking a huge step up though. And people mm-hmm. are just letting that pass right by. Um, as for the Colts, Matt Ryan is playing behind the best offensive line he's ever played with. Um, and so as a result, I mean, I think that he's going to produce whether or not he has the wide receiver talent there just yet is up in the air. Um, I like Michael Pittman personally. Maybe I'm just biased because I just like him. Um, I have high expectations for Alec Pierce as well. And then they picked up a solid tight end in the draft as well, too. Um, so, I mean, it's it's more of a young receiving mm-hmm. core that people should not, you know, ignore. Um, and then their defense didn't really take too much of a step back as well, kind of like the Dolphins. Um, as for the Browns, um, their defense is still good. People are very much just throwing that out the window. Um, although their offense, in my opinion, took a step back as far as their wide receiver core, they upgraded their quarterback, but he's out until week 11, I want, or week 12. He will be performing his first game week 12. So because of that, as of right now, put him at 15. Um, the Cardinals, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. Um, not really too high on their wide receiver core right now. They have Marquise Brown. Um, that's that's really about it. Um, and then James Conner, uh, still running back for them. Um, but they still have Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, I'm a huge fan of. I like Kyler. Um, and then their defense is still pretty solid too, but I mean, still middle of the pack team for sure now. Um, as for the Vikings, they are huge on my list right now. What do you um, have them ranked? Number 17 for the Vikings. Okay. Um, and it's just because I would rather have the following teams ahead of them. It's not because they're a bad team. Um, it's just an unlucky lie. I think they could do very good things, but I could make a bold statement here and say they, they do better things without Kirk cousins. And I think that they'll figure that out within the next couple of years. Um, the dolphins, like I said, two is just not selling me right now. He had a big underthrow to Tyreek Hill for a 50 yard bomb. Um, underthrow. I, I, I don't think it was like, that grossly of an under – I mean, that's a 50-yard ball. I mean, I don't know how I know. It's, more people I was about to say, that. it's very hard to throw a 50-yard ball. <laughs> um, people are very high on the Titans this year. I hate them. Uh, yeah. So I have them at 19. Um, I like the Saints this year. Their defense is going to be good. However, their offense, in my opinion, is up in the air, depending on how Alvin Kamara performs, if he's able to perform, if he gets a suspension. Trevor um, Penning, James- we forgot about to talk about him. Trevor Penning also got injured, so that's a yes. huge thing. Um, Jameis Winston is a very up-and-down player. You can never really expect very much out of him. Um, but at the same time, Michael Thomas is returning, and they also drafted Chris Olave. They still have Alvin Kamara, as we noted, who's probably not getting suspended, and they've got a pretty solid defense. Again, kind of in that same boat as the Vikings. If I could, I would swap their spot with the Titans right now. Um, mm-hmm. I have the Patriots at number 21 strictly because you can't count out Bill Belichick and Mac Jones is decent. However, not sold on Mac Jones right now. He could prove me wrong in 2022. Um, and then as for 22, I have the commanders right there. So there's, okay. there's um, we're yeah. not far off. There's some 
teams that I'm a little bit higher on and teams I'm a little bit lower on than you are. Uh, the reason I requested 21 is because I did not even plan to do this. Um, but my next grouping um, of teams is the next 11. Um, and I will say making this list, this middle group of 11 was the hardest. Yeah, I feel like the top teams are very clear and those bottom teams are very clear. But that middle yeah. group right there scares the heck out of me. It's I think it could go any which way. Um, I have the Raiders at 12, though. Um, and I'm surprised I had this team higher than you. Um, actually, I had the Vikings at 13 and winning the division based off the power rankings I have them here. Understandable. Um, like you said, I just think that offense is going to be really good. It'll be interesting to see what the new head coach does. Um Hopefully, Daniel Hunter can stay healthy this year. <laughs> People forget he exists, uh, but he's a beast if he can stay healthy. Yeah. Um, but uh, Colts at 14, uh, Browns at 15, uh, Cowboys at 16, uh, Saints at 17, um, Aiden, plug your ears, uh, Packers <laughs> at 18. Uh, that's it. why I was shocked. I have the Packers uh, lower than you, which yeah. um, it I... feels weird putting them at 18. Um but just taking a deep dive, um, their offense, they don't really have any weapons outside of their running back room. Uh, I think they have an improved defense, uh, but some of those guys are rookies. Um, and I've been very, very clear about this on the podcast. I think if you're banking on rookies to produce in their first year, you're doing can something I, wrong. Can I ask a question? Yeah. And I know you're yeah. going to get to them and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the Bears playing the Packers – Give me okay zero being absolutely not not happening. Never mm-hmm. in a million years would I say this. Ten is saying they're going to for sure. Don't even worry about it. What is the odds that the Bears take at least one game against Green Bay this season? Uh, four, four, four or five. Okay, so fifty-fifty, <laughs> pretty much. I'll take. Yeah, it. yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance. Right, um, you're next. Yeah, I really wanted to rank this team lower. Um, again, very vocal. You know, this team, public enemy number one, Cardinals. They're at 19. Hmm. I wanted to rank yeah. them even lower than this, um, but I, I mean, I couldn't rank them lower than the Steelers, Titans, and Patriots. Um, yeah. Those are 20, 21, and 22. I wanted to rate the Patriots lower than 22 as well. Yeah. Um, but it's Bill Belichick. Just you, I you have to have trust in the dude at least to at least have him here at twenty two. Um, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if they finished near bottom here. Um, I just I'm not a fan of what's going on right now in uh, Foxborough. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're doing twenty three through thirty two now. I'm gonna mm-hmm. make a remark about my number twenty three team, which is the Steelers. Um, they are this year's 2021 Broncos. They're just a quarterback away from being very good. Um, I really love this wide receiver core. George Pickens is going to be something special. They still have Chase, Chase Claypool, and they still have Deontay Johnson that they just signed to an extension. As you guys know, very big fan of Deontay Johnson. Um, next up. Really? I, yeah. Um, number 24 is the Lions for me. I love the Lions this year. Um, however, I mean, Matt told us, and I fully agree with this, um, Hard Knocks is just a very big show just to create a lot of hype for a team that isn't very good. And at the yeah. end of the day, 
the Lions are better than the last few teams that we have on this list. Um, but as of right now, I do think that it's interchangeable with number 25, and you're going to disagree with me. Screw you. Give me my Chicago Bears at 25. They're a top 25 team for sure. Um, okay. They've impressed me this year. I'm okay <laughs> with putting them at 25 because, you know, and I do think mm-hmm. 24, 25, and 26 at the Jaguars at 26, mm-hmm. kind of interchangeable. Um, kind of in the same exact spot, except the Jaguars have slightly better wide receiver core than the Bears. Um, actually, no, I would say it's a lot better than the Bears. The Bears have like little to no help, yes. but um, <laughs> the Bears have a great defense, and people just aren't yeah. talking about it. Um, they have a guy could in Robert great. Quinn. It goes back to, to to banking on some rookies. It could be a great defense. It could. You be, could yes. see. You could see it there. It's Here's like. The in a terrible secondary last year, they still finished top 10 statistically with a good. Okay. And, and we both could admit they upgraded their secondary for sure this year. Yes. Yeah. No. They grew there. They got rid of Khalil Mack, which they only had for eight games, replaced him with Travis Gibson, who replaced him, who replaced Mack for the rest of the year last year, who finished with eight sacks last year and still kept Robert Quinn, who had what, 16 and a half sacks last season. Um, that finished third overall in the league last year in sacks, might I add. And, you know, although you got rid of Akeem Hicks, how many games did he even play last year? Nobody can answer that question. Robert, um, man, um, Smith, Roquan Robert Smith is still playing. Um, he's still there. Jalen Johnson, still there. Eddie Jackson, still there. You made improvements to a defense that was already top 10, People just aren't talking about that, and that's why I'm giving them the edge over the Jaguars here. But the Lions made very, very much a step in the right direction. They just couldn't finish last year. So Lions over Bears, Bears over Jaguars. Seahawks, Falcons, Jets, Panthers, Giants, Texans in that order. Um, Seahawks, not a fan of, but I like their wide receiver core, and I, I think that they're in the right direction. Falcons have nothing going for them except for Kyle Pitts and um, Drake London. Um, Jets, they just get slammed with injuries, and it's mm-hmm. just not happening for them this year. The hype that we gave them at the beginning was too much. I'll be completely honest. I think I said the Jets might make a playoff push, and I just take that back. There's just no chance. Um, the Panthers were next. Um Again, their wide receiver core is different. If they if they trade for Mims, that's even better. Um, I like Baker Mayfield a lot more than I did um, originally. I think he can do pretty good. However, he's not going to lead this team to the playoffs. And people who say that is they're just stupid. Um, the Giants they made an upgraded offensive line. I look forward to seeing what they can do with Saquon Bar- Barkley if he stays healthy. Otherwise, nothing really going for that team. And then last but not least, the Lovey Smith-led Texans. Um, I might buy tickets to that team to that game so I can see Lovey Smith in the flesh. Uh, if you don't understand that inside joke, then listen to the previous podcast. But that's it for my uh, power rankings. But your turn, buddy. Yeah, I want to know where you last... put my bears. Yeah. So these last 10 teams I got going on here. I'm at the Commanders at 23. Wait, where did you have the Patriots rank? 21. 21, okay. Um, I missed that. Uh, I have the Commanders ranked um, 23, um, Jags at 24, um, Jets at 25. Um, I understand that Zach Wilson isn't healthy, uh, but I, I think we can still expect a, a, a 
a step forward with him. Um, and overall, I like that Jets roster significantly more than I like the Bears roster. It's not really remotely close. Um, but then, that being said, I have, the, I have your Bears at 26, so just one spot lower than what you had them. Um, I don't know if I'd put the Jets over them, but, you know. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I have the Lions Respect. at 27. What? I said, I respect it, though. <laughs> I have the the giant, or the Lions at 27. Um, I think they could take a step forward this year, but I don't know how big of a step that's actually going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, this These two teams... I was fighting against um, Seahawks at 28 giants at 29. Um, I didn't have a hard time making this list besides those two teams. I didn't know which one to put uh, 28 and which one to put at 29 at the end of the day. It's not too big of a deal. Um, I think the giants uh, made, had a greatly improved uh, off season this year. Um, I think the Seahawks have a good team outside of quarterback. Um, so it's a weird, you know, yin yang situation going on there. Um, Panthers at 30, Texans at 31. I think the Texans, people are saying like 0-16 for the Texans. Uh, I can't see that. Um, I think Davis Mills, um, I don't think Davis Mills is the future there, but I think Davis Mills is a, um, this might be bold. I don't think it's too bold. I think he's a Gardner Minshew level quarterback. Mm. That's um, fair. And I think we, and I think his timeline adds up, you know, he comes in, plays really good his first year. Um, and plays decent in his second year. But since he didn't play amazing, he put his team in perfect position to draft his replacement. That's exactly what happened with Gardner Minshew. I think that's what's going to happen here with Davis Mills as well. Um, And then the Falcons at 32. I think the Falcons have the worst roster in the entire NFL. All right. So that is – that finishes – we're pretty pretty alike. I mean – Yeah. No, not Nothing too too crazy. Nothing too bold, but – you know, out of nothing out of the ordinary. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, is our pigskin pick'em charger schedule. Um, this we was are into. Tough. I think it was. <sighs> we're going I into the go most powerhouse of mm. the NFL in terms of division, but I'm going to go ahead and go first. Yep. Um, the Chargers are going to play the Raiders at home week one, and they're going to win that one. They're going to lose in Kansas City week two. Um, they're going to beat the Jaguars, beat the Texans, beat the Browns, beat the Broncos at home, mm-hmm. uh, beat the Seahawks, beat the Falcons. That's the easiest stretch of games that I've That's ever crazy. seen outside yeah. of the Broncos. Outside of the Broncos. Um, beat the Falcons, beat the 49ers, beat the Chiefs at home, wow. beat the Cardinals. They're going to lose to the Raiders in mm-hmm. Vegas, lose to the Dolphins at home, mm-hmm. win against the Titans, win against the Colts and Indy, lose against the Rams in the Battle of Los Angeles, and then beat the Broncos to end their season thirteen and four. Um, it's funny that you say that. Um, I have the exact record. Uh, my loss um, comes somewhere different, uh, but it's yeah, I have, the, I have the exact same record. Um, I have. Winning the Raiders, um, losing to the Chiefs, just as you did, um, mm. and then that horrendous stretch of games: uh, Jags, Texans, Browns, Broncos, Seahawks, Falcons. Have winning all of that. Um, I think their loss comes here at the Niners game. They're going to be on a win streak. I think this is when you start seeing teams get a little sloppy. I think the Niners are a good team. I mean, I had them ranked number five. Um, 
So I think they lose to the Niners, uh, but then I think they uh, beat the Chiefs, beat the Cardinals. Uh, I think they have back-to-back losses against the Raiders and Dolphins, um, but then I have them winning out the rest of the season. Um, Because if we'll get to the next game in a little bit, um, I have them playing their starters uh, that last week of the season. Um, But, yeah, I I have them finishing uh, 13-4. and All right. Next up is the Denver Broncos. I have them beating the Seahawks in Seattle. Love that matchup. Um, Beating the Texans, beating the 49ers, losing to the Raiders, beating the Colts, losing to the Chargers, beating the Jets, Jaguars, Titans, Raiders, Panthers, then losing to the Ravens, beating the Chiefs, losing to the Cardinals, losing to the Rams, losing to the Chiefs, and losing to the Chargers to finish 10-7 and on the season. Uh, that, we're not too far. That Cardinals game that you winced at, that's a game that they should win, but they won't because DeAndre Hopkins is going to be back at that point, and he's just going to be going off towards the end of the season. Yeah, I, I, I don't have to I, – I keep on saying I don't have to say how I feel about the Cardinals. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the reason I had the Chargers playing um, in this game – or the Chargers playing the starters in this game is because I actually have the Broncos finishing 12 and five and having the division come down to week 17. Mm. Um, obviously they um, win or obviously the Broncos are 12 and five and the Chargers are 13 and four. So that spoils it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm right there with you. I'm beating the Seahawks, beating the Texans, beating the Niners, looting, uh, losing to the Raiders, uh, beating the Colts, losing to the Chargers, um, and then they have a pretty nice stretch themselves. They uh, yeah. play the Jets. They win. They win against the Jags, win against the Titans. It's a nice three-game stretch. The Raiders are in there, but I think they're going to be on a roll at that point. They're going to beat the Raiders. Uh, but then they jump right back to the Panthers, and I think they beat the Panthers. Yeah. Um, I think they lose back-to-back games here against Ravens and Chiefs. Uh, like I said, um, I think they go on a little win streak and a little sloppy. Um, but I have them losing to the Ravens and Chiefs. Um, no shocker to anyone. I have them beating the Cardinals, um, but I have them losing to the Rams, beating the Chiefs. Divisions on the line: Chargers versus Broncos. Who's taking it? Chargers do. Maybe. Yeah. Um, they rewrite history. The Chargers do what they were supposed to do all along, um, and they finish uh, twelve and five. Chargers take that division. I will say um, one matchup that I'm looking at specifically is Week One. Chargers versus Raiders. Um, Mac gets yeah. to play against, um, you know, Derek Carr again. So that's going to be good. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have fantasy freedom now. Um, and if you don't know what that means, <laughs> we were very much restricting our, our fantasy knowledge because of our draft that was held on Sunday. Um, and... We also have two trades that have already happened in less than a week of the league actually being up. <laughs> my team was also yes. was one of those teams that, that made a trade. Um, ben, I want your thoughts on the trade, and then we'll move on to the second trade as well that happened between the two Nip brothers. Um, let's see. So for me, I traded Ezekiel Elliott, Jalen Waddell, and David Njoku for A.J. Dillon, DeAndre Swift, and Cole Komet. Now, for this one, 
A lot of people had a lot of backlash <laughs> saying that I lost that one for sure. Um, but Ben, you were like the only person in the whole group chat that actually stood up for me. So you want to back no, up? Yeah, your I, I had to, I had to uh, step in and uh, kind of uh, whip them, whip them, whip them into shape here. Um, yeah. As far as AJ Dillon, um, I am opposite of you. Um, I in the way I think that Aaron Jones, I think is still gonna have a great season. Um, mm-hmm. But as we talked about in the Packers, when we were talking about preseason or uh, power rankings. I am concerned what they have there on offense. Um, they basically have Alan Lazard and Christian Kirk uh, or uh, Christian Watson. Um, he's unproven. Again, can't count on rookies to do much. Uh, so because of that, they have Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones taking a, a split back role, meaning they have him lining up in slot a lot, which opens up some more touches there for A.J. Dillon. Um, so I think AJ Dillon's an awesome pickup. I think he uh, finished very well last year uh, as RB three on someone's roster. Um, I think he's going to take a step up and be a nice RB two for you. Um, and what were the other? Who were the other two players you traded for? I traded for DeAndre Swift. Oh and my Colton. god, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, DeAndre Swift. Um, I I think he's just due for a you know a leap this year. Um, he's healthy, which is very important. Uh, I think. We have seen very, you know, I think we've seen him. He's a great runner. Uh, the step he needs to make is pass catching. Um, and from all reports, dude has made that step uh, pass catching. I think DeAndre Swift, um, I'm not willing to say he's going to finish uh, as a top five fantasy uh, running back, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if he ends the year um, as a top five fantasy football or uh, fantasy running back um, producer. Um, Cole Komet's Cole Komet. <laughs> That's it. Um, for me, let me just kind of explain why I did this too. Um, Najoku, I think Cole Komet is a huge upgrade over Najoku. After what I saw at training camp, I've seen a lot of chemistry boost between him and Justin Fields. Do I think that Cole Komet's going to be the next Travis Kelsey? Absolutely not. But I definitely think that Cole Komet is going to produce a lot more than he did last season. You're going to see him in the end zone a lot more. He had a mentor in Jimmy Graham last season. So uh, it's time for him to take reins and see what he can do. Um, as far as DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Swift is good, man. And he got mm-hmm. muscular over the off season. Like he got ripped. Um, not only that, but I mean, you know, they're being a little cautious with him just to keep him for that week one matchup, but that's good. Um, I also traded for AJ Dillon, who, I mean, it's going to be a solid one, two punch between him and Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily need AJ Dillon is the thing. Um, he's just going to sit there on my bench and be my little backup. Like I'm totally okay with that. And if somebody wants to make me a trade, hit me up. Um, I am also, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to real quick. Um, didn't, I'm, I'm looking at my roster right now. I'm going to step in and I'm actually ready to do this. I'm going to catch you off guard here. You can absolutely say no. Um, You're going to also be a trade live I don't on think, the podcast. I, I think this is – yeah, I think this is – I think this is a fair trade. Uh, I, okay, maybe not. Um, let me let me say this really quick before you do that. I'm setting, I'm setting a rule for our league to follow, and if somebody doesn't follow it, I understand because I don't follow it. I was going to say, well, you, I, I love you, but you are not the commissioner of the league. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Yeah. I am just joking, but yes. if you're going to offer me a trade or if you're going to say like, hey, is this guy up for trade? 
and then ask me like who do I like on your roster for me to make you an offer I hate including that. Yeah. My, if, guy, if you want my guy don't do I know, that I know I'm not 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 no. calling someone out here I'm not gonna I know exactly who you're talking about there yeah not gonna call someone yes if you if you're interested in someone on my team make me an offer and yeah. we'll see where that goes because you're reaching out to me you know yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I know if I have them on my roster I'm not looking to get rid of them right now mm-hmm. um but yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Let's let's talk. Let's talk on, live on the podcast. Let's um, talk. Might not result in anything. But no, I don't. I, I really don't think uh, I'm taking a look. Maybe um, I don't know where you value this guy. Um, so we'll wait and see. Um, I know you like Cole Komet, but let's be honest. Cole Komet's probably not going to even finish as uh, yeah, you're higher than him than I am, I guess. Um how about a nice Kyle Pitts, J.K. Dobbins? Um, you know, do you want? Would you rather Elijah Mitchell than J.K. Dobbins? I know people are on that for some reason. Wow, he's actually projected more points than J.K. Dobbins. I can give you Elijah Mitchell if you'd like. You know, it's gonna be a run-heavy offense. Four. Who are who are you more enticed here with? Just for the trade, I'm looking at it right now. Um, Eliza Mitchell uh, is projected, you know, 14 and a half points a game versus JK, which is 11.1. I think that's extremely low for JK Dobbins. Me and I've had a conversation off air about, um, for some reason, JK Dobbins being ranked this oddly low. Um, how about a nice JK Dobbins and Kyle Pitts um, or Eliza Mitchell for De'Aaron Swift and Coconut? I I'm gonna I'm gonna reject that mm. right now, mm. but I like where this is going, so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep this going. Okay. Mike Williams, what's your thoughts on him? Because um, what I'm I think, what I'm okay. So just just between me and you, um, and I think I'm really hurting my trade uh, value here. But as everyone listening, um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Mike Williams actually ends up taking that number one spot in this offense. Keenan Allen's awesome. Mike Williams is just very awesome as well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be at all surprised if um, Mike Williams comes out of this season as wide receiver one. I mean, one A, one B, because Keenan Allen's awesome. Um, but I think Mike Williams could be a good uh, pickup for anyone who has him. So... Are you interested in Mike Williams? I mean, I'd, l- I'd love to see. I, I need to hear the whole uh, thing specifically because I, I will say this comes as no shock to anyone. I build my team around running backs. Um, that's just what I do. Um, so, I, I – okay, look. I have the greatest, in, the, in my opinion, quarterback one-two punch and running back one-two punch in this whole league. Nobody's stopping me. I would Nobody's disagree. stopping me. Um, I also have Jamar Chase. The only position I'm looking to upgrade other than tight end is wide receiver for Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still have Chris Godwin that I can move there too. So, I mean, if you look at my roster, I have the only person from my two quarterbacks, my two running backs, my two wide receivers, the only person that is av- that is projected – under 16 points is Chris Godwin at 15. Um, 
I am in no, you know, I, I am in no rush to make a trade. Um, however, making that trade specifically, um, trading DeAndre Swift and... I, I, I want to, I'll say, like, I'm going to put myself out here on a line here. Um, who'd you make that trade with, Jonathan? Yes. I wish you would have opened up his wings a little bit and talked to more people about it. Um, I wanted DeAndre Swift badly. I mean, I really, it wasn't available. really, really He wasn't wanted. available. I talked him into so, it. Um, I, know. I, I wanted him so bad. Here's, here's the thing. I... If I were to do, if I were to trade away DeAndre Swift, I'd need a pretty hefty return. Um, I really like Javante Williams. I would be open to giving you Javante Williams and Kyle Pitts for uh, DeAndre Swift and Cole Komet. That's the thing. I like not, Cole uh, Komet. Yeah, yeah. What? I like Cole Komet to the point where I don't want to get rid of him either. That's. Fair. All right. Um, what do you think? So, Devontae, in terms of just DeAndre Swift, Devontae, for those who are listening, unless you have DeAndre or De'Aaron, not Devontae, um, unless you guys have De'Aaron Swift, which you don't, um, Javante Smith is most likely not on the table here. You have De'Aaron Swift. Javante Williams. Uh, so, Javante, I'll, I'll, I, if De'Aaron Swift is included in a package here, Javante is on the table. Let's spread your wings just a little bit more. Um, not only do I want Javante, mm-hmm. not only do I want Pitts, mm-hmm. but I also would really – I'm interested to see what it would take to get Amon Ross St. Brown from you as well. And I was getting I was getting pooped on for that pick, by the way. I like – For like everyone it. who's listening, which is absolutely crazy because the last five weeks of fantasy football – uh, so excluding week 17, the last five weeks of fantasy uh, football, uh, uh, um, Amon St. Brown either finished as the number one wide receiver in fantasy points or number two wide receiver fantasy points in the last mm-hmm. five weeks when he actually decided to. And that's when we see rookies usually pick it up as near the end of the season because they settle into their system, their quarterback can trust them. Um, he finished um, – and obviously this is – you can't do this. I mean, this is – very, this is a risky game to play, but if you took those last six games, I said five because week 17 isn't included in the fantasy football, but if you take his last six games of the season um, from week 17 to week 11 and you stretched it across the 17-game season, he would have finished the season with 1,500 yards and, like, uh, I think it was 1,500 yards and, like, 14 touchdowns. Obviously, super dangerous. Don't do that. Don't project like that. Uh, but I think Amonra can be a good um, – Guy, but but what what are you thinking here for that? I that's that's the thing. I don't want to because because if, if you're thinking if you're thinking Javante Pitts, Amon Ra, um, you said Mike Williams. I would give you like if you want to do those three, I could give you those three for Swift and Williams. Mm. You know, let me, let's, here's, here's the thing. Um, what I would like to do, let me, let me sit and think on that. Um, while we do I, I, our high upside. A huge roster hole in, at my, I guess I have Herb Smith. Um, I'm actually a fan of Herb Smith. Let me, 
dude, I got to do some research too. I can get, um, I can get behind that trade if you like. Um, I, I it's looking like that's where we're meeting. Um, I don't want to like postpone the research at all. Um, um, are you interested in that? Is that like something you're interested in? I I am definitely interested. Yes. Okay. Um, it was what was the offer? It was St. Brown, Javante Williams, Kyle Pitts, DeAndre Swift, and Mike uh, Williams. Yes. Yes. Okay. Are you putting um, in a trade a trade analyzer? No, I'm just I I have to look up because what the, the trade analyzer thing, actually says about this. The big thing for me, and, dude, Roto trade is garbage. Okay. Yeah, Roto trade's not good. I'm I'm not I don't I'm not a big Roto trade kind of guy. It's yeah. Um, no. <laughs> my thing is Jameson Williams. I want to know where he's at before I take Amon Ross St. Brown. Because if that's the case, he's not. He at the earliest, he's gonna come back as week like twelve or something like that. Could could we swap out CD Lamb? Uh, I'm I'm uh, if I include one of my bench players. Uh, I don't think I could. I don't think I could do that. Um, I I like see. I I think I actually drafted CD Lamb higher than his ADP this year. Um, I'm just a big fan of the target share CD Lamb's gonna get this year. I'm saying Javante Williams, D.D. Lamb, Kyle Pitts. For DeAndre Swift, I'll give you Mike Williams. And I'll give you... uh, um, How do you feel about Robert Woods? I wouldn't touch Robert Woods with a 10-foot pole. Chris Olave? Um, if you want a Chris Olave trade, you know the person. <laughs> you know the person. I know. To. I know. Kyle, I know. I, I, CD Lamb is tough. I and I'm going to be honest. I, I think you have a nice, solid roster, um, but it's it's real hard for me. So any, I, I think Allen Robinson's going to flourish in this offense. Um, literally, the only hangup I have on Allen Robinson is Matt Stafford. Hmm. This is yeah, tough. Matthew Live Stafford. I mean, let's look. Let's look. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even gonna look that up just because I like Allen Robinson's upside. Um, well, I, I, put, I don't know. Scares the hell. The, the Matt Stafford stuff scares me. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm just. I'm. I'm not trying to say anything here. I'm just saying, according to this fantasy trade. Um, it's saying that my side of the trade is stronger and you're getting, like, if you end up with the side that I'm offering, you actually come out better. But let's be honest, it's fancy football trade. Like McVay says he's fine, by the way. So I, I understand. Yeah, McVay says he's fine, but, I, I mean, what is McVay going to say? Uh, uh, I don't. I have a hold up on C.D. Lamb. Um, C.D. Lamb, I think, could finish at the top. Six. I don't want to say top five, but I think CD Lamb could finish. Honestly, I think CD Lamb could finish out if you take Jamar. So Jamar Chase, I know in no particular order. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting someone here. Uh, Stefan Diggs um, is a fifth wide receiver. I'm forgetting here. Um, I I think CD Lamb could come out as a top six fantasy producing 
wide receiver. So if that's a holdup, I don't want to make that CD. I'm not, I'm not in the business of giving up CD Lamb and Javante. Let's. That's. I mean, say, we don't. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't want. You no, I know you don't. I don't. You don't need an answer here. But the thing is, yeah, is that this yeah. is at least entertainable. That's a huge yeah. offer. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like potentially league breaking. Um, yeah. I well, love J.K. Dobbins. You know, I love J.K. Dobbins. I mean, J.K. Dobbins is absolutely on the table if you want. Uh, um, for those listening. Um, the Ravens has finished as a top three rushing offense in the Lamar Jackson era outside of last year. Lamar Jackson didn't play. Um, J.K. Dobbins has finished uh, – or the, the Ravens offense has finished as a top three rushing offense in all of football um, in the Lamar Jackson era, um, which is super enticing because J.K. Dobbins is basically the only healthy running back not named Mike Davis. So let's be honest. It's Mike Davis. Make you a counter <laughs> right there. So. Let me – let me have St. Brown, Javante Williams, Kyle Pitts, and Elijah Mitchell. I'll give you DeAndre Swift, Mike Williams, and Chase Edmonds. Um, if you swap No, out. no, I don't want Chase Edmonds, no. I mean, I, I want Jason. Jason. You don't want JK? Hmm? I don't want I don't want JK no. So no. No. Let, um, let me let me write this down so I can see that's it. That's just a um, lot of that's a lot of back that I'm giving up. And obviously I'm getting back in return. Um I like a lot of tools. The reason I drafted for those wondering, every single running back outside of Javante, I selected the main running back in a rush-heavy offense, and that's honestly the main reason that I took Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker because um, Pete Carroll loves to run the ball, so at least I have the leading running back in that offense either way. Uh, so I, I select my running backs. I kind of throw ADP out the board. Um, and for those who don't know what ADP is, it's average draft position. Um mm, I selected Elijah Mitchell thinking it's going to be real good this year, but De'Aaron Swift is really my hang-up. I want De'Aaron Swift so bad. Give me – how. Um, what do I have to do? Who do I have to throw in to be able to I land did, yeah, Elijah Mitchell with Amon Ross St. Brown, Kyle Pitts, and Javante Williams? I've already have DeAndre Swift and Mike Williams. That's That's what I'm thinking. I don't look at what running backs you have because Chase Edmonds is not enticing. I'm not a fan. I wouldn't touch anyone in that offense. That's specifically the reason I draft anyone. Um, you know the other running back on your team that's sitting on your bench that I want, and you won't do it. So I don't blame you for not doing that either. Who are you talking about? Brian Robinson? Yeah. Hmm. Brian Robinson has some pretty big upside. Yeah, Brian Robinson has some big upside. Um, again, and that's how I do fantasy. I'm a, I'm a big boomer bust kind of guy, and I think Brian Robinson has very high potential being that lead back there. Um, but I think he has some really low floors as well. 
um, because he does, he's in, he's in a three back, he's in a three headed back system. I mean, as much as people like it or not. And I, I do think he ends the season with, I, I don't, I, I would say a wide margin of touches, um, but they've, they've built their team in a weird, like situational place. Cause he's not getting, Brian Robinson's not getting um, third down touches. It's going to be JD McKissick. I'm, <sighs> here's the thing. I'm very high on DeAndre Swift. Yes, um, I, 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 so am I, bud. <laughs> on so on I get, my, I get, I get what you're saying. Where I'm looking at right now, because I mean, you know, getting rid of him and and moving to Javante isn't falling off too bad. But no, I'm also no. upgrading my bench spot for my mm-hmm. running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, if I get Elijah so, Mitchell in response or in it. In addition, so um, so here's what I'll here's what I'll, I, are you I'll offering me, Kyle? I'll offer you again. It's it's what I'm saying. We, we'll, we can work on this. I think this is the last. Uh, take it, leave it, think about it, and then we need to move on. Yeah. Um, but I will offer you. This is huge. Um, I'll, I will offer you Amon Ra, um, mm-hmm. Javante, Kyle Pitts, and Eliza Mitchell. From my three players in return, which is Mike Evans, Brian Robinson, and DeAndre Swift. So you said, think on it. If you have an answer, I'd love to hear it. If you're hung up on it, awesome, but we should move on. You said, now let me just get this straight Brian Robinson, DeAndre Swift, Mike Williams for Javante Williams, Kyle Pitts, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Elijah Mitchell. Yes. Here's the thing. I think DeAndre Swift has potential to finish top five. No, I. I mean, I. Yes, that's I mean, why I I'm like. Agree. No, and I, I. I. Again, I understand the hangup. I mean, I. I said I think he has the opportunity to finish and top to five. Give up, um, and to give up the upside in Brian Robinson and the huge upside in Mike Williams. Let me give you one last counter offer that we can discuss. Take out Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm-hmm. Give me CD Lamb. For the same reason you are worried about DeAndre Swift, again, for the same reason you're worried about DeAndre Swift being a top five back is the same reason I'm worried about. I'm, I'm telling you CD right now, Lamb. I will press the offer button right now. If- I, I, I understand that. T- time constraints not a big concern. I mean, I can sit on this for days if I, I wanted to. Um, again, I think it's going to be a heavy target share for CD. Like, I mean, like CD, he's probably giving – I wouldn't be surprised if he gets upwards of 50% of the target share in that offense. Um, and I think Dak Prescott is going to take a step forward. Um, in that same vein, I don't know who has Zeke on their team, but I would be concerned about Zeke with Tyron Smith. Uh, and this is for everyone, uh, Zeke owners of fantasy football. Um, yeah. If you have a chance to get rid of Zeke, get rid of him. Um, I was not a fan of him from really the get-go. Um, and then this news with Tyron Smith going out, um, it just does not look good for that running game whatsoever. Um, for that same reason, though, I'm worried about Dak's time in the pocket, which would second-handedly I will, I'll throw in. I'll throw him in a bench player that's not named Allen Robinson for him. Now the bench players are enticing. I'm gonna be honest. Not a not a single bench player, um, outside of 
Brian Robinson. All right, um, let's move on. Um, wait, we'll wait, wait. You never we'll answered. It uh, it's uh, maybe what well, we can talk about okay. it off air. All right, all right, all right. We need to move on to, yeah, you're yes. right. Um, <laughs> let's just go ahead. We'll, we'll skip that. wasn't expecting that, but no. we'll go on to our favorite section in Weddle. Yes, Weddle time, baby. Let me close out a fantasy really quick. What are we are we even split right now? Yeah, because we were even split last game, and then I think we were five spots into Benny Snell, and we agreed that it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, that one. Let's see. I haven't kept track for the last two. I I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we're an even split. We're tied. Yeah, because you, you. I know that we were. It's mm-hmm. yeah. So, anyways, all right, cool. Let's go ahead. I will share. Let's see my window there we go all right by the way i'm on i'm on my phone so i don't want you to think like i'm doing that not on my no we're not i'm very enticed in this in this trade offer um yeah but anyways all right so what do you want aj brown start uh yeah yeah i'll start yeah aj brown all right so wide receiver he's 25 uh he is taller than six one in the NFC. Ooh. He's 25 NFC. I'm going to guess Valus Jones Jr., even though it's not. <laughs> in the NFC North, though. NFC North, Alan Lazard. Yeah, Alan Lazard might be too old. I mean, it is the easy mode, so it doesn't matter. You want him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll do Alan Lazard. I think he's too old for that, though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, did so not know Alan Lazard was six five though. <sighs> I thought he was shorter. I thought he was, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Maybe Jefferson isn't that. Jefferson old, Jefferson is too short. I I don't. I think Justin Jefferson six one. You can go. DJ Chark maybe. No, I think it's Amon Ross St. Brown. No, but he is. Yeah. It has to be Chark. It has to be Chark. I feel like DJ Chark's old as dirt, though. I mean, he's not that old. I mean, you got to do DJ Chark. But I didn't realize DJ Chark was that young. So, So, are you wanting to go Chark? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's who it has to be. Yeah. I almost guessed him, too. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize. I thought he was older than that coming out of LSU. I thought he was like 21 or 22 coming out of LSU. Hard mode. I think you got the last win, so you can have. First yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll take first. Yeah, why not? Who do you want? Yeah, yeah, AJ. <laughs> I just thought of something awful. I just thought of something awful. Six one, wide receiver. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It can't be. It can't be. No, I mean it's offense, so it can't be. But <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, so wide receiver. He's in the AFC. He's in the AFC. I'm going Deontay Johnson. He's old. He's older than 26. Six one AFC, not AFC North. Oh, uh, Stephon. No! Oh, I was so close here, too. Let's see. 
height off age. Wait, hold on. Could you scroll down a little bit? What's that age looking like? All right, above 28. Yeah. So it has, to be, do... like, it has to be 29. AFC has to be either the South or West. Oh, okay. Going Keenan Allen. I don't think. Jeez. On, that was that, that was a good guess, though, I will say. Age, so that means he has to be 29, and he's in the AFC West. Hmm. Uh, 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 this, this is too easy. It's not, this isn't it, but I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. I was going to say that was my next guess. I was going to say they done effed up. Wow. Adams. Dude, who is a Raiders wide receiver? Who's... Literally all agreed. What is this? A Raiders wide Hunter Renfro, I guess. Hunter Renfro is too small and not old enough. Jeez. Okay. Who's a who's a Raiders wide receiver? It's it's gonna bite me in the Zay Jones. I don't think Zay Jones is old enough though. Nope. Oh, what he plays for Jaguars now? Um, so he's a Vegas receiver that's six one, he's 29. I mean, I don't know, I'm out of guesses, dude. It's someone so obvious, too, and it's gonna drive me off the walls. I mean, you can have it, buddy. (laughs) I'm still gonna be looking at trades. Dude, it's gonna drive me off the walls. I, you know, I don't, I couldn't even tell you. ESPN, roster check. Let's use our Googles early. I think that's got to be the move, right? Um, dude, I, I am, I am, like nowhere near. I don't know. Do you want to do roster checks? If we do if we do roster checks, no one gets a point here because I think we're too early. Yeah, no, I I am out on this. I'll be completely honest. I'm done. There's no way. Uh, I'm oh no! I think I know who it is. This is gonna drive me bonkers. Who is it? <laughs> is it Tyron Johnson? Who is that? He played for the Chargers. T-Y-R-O-N. T-Y-R-O-N. No. no? Good guess, though. Uh, Keen and Cole has to be too old for that, right? No, it's... I, I, mm. C-E-E-L-A-N. Or K, K, K. Yeah, it's K-E-E-L-A-N. E-E-L-A-N. Oh. It's it's Keenan Cole, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. <sighs> yeah. All right. Cool. So you're up six five. All right. Um. Think. I don't know. Let's see. Um. That'll that'll move us to Gridiron Goofs. Wow. Long podcast day here. Hey, we did tell people it was gonna be a longer one today, huh? And I didn't tell you what Gridiron Goofs is today. No, you didn't. So you're catching me off guard, and that's absolutely okay. And I think I think I get um, 
Dude, what? What? Yeah, I think you get number one pick, and it's best breakfast cereals. Oh, bold take, don't care. Fruit Loops. Uh, no, no. Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. Yes. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is mine. Uh, uh, and I can get behind that. Uh, I'm a more fruity guy. This should... Oh, it doesn't more. surprise oh, me at wow, all. Wow, that came out really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I I fully intentionally said that too. Yes. <laughs> so fruity, what was it? Fruit Loops? Fruity Fruit Loops? No, I'm not going Fruit Loops. Wow, okay. I like fruit flavored cereal. <laughs> He's a big berry guy. Boys, it's eleven twenty at night here. Okay, long long night. Um, give give me some give me some Captain Crunch with uh, all berries or yeah, not just a normal Captain Crunch. Oh, okay, cool. Give me Captain Crunch with berries. <laughs> well, like well, like the normal Captain Crunch is the one with the berries. So it's like the the brown with the berries. See, the I normal Captain Crunch. Berries. The normal Captain, that's the basic Captain Crunch. You're thinking of oops with the spilled berries in it. So it's like sprinkled in with the yellow thing. No, but no, look. Wait, Captain Crunch. Is Google, it? Yeah. You're right. Dude. That's Oh, come on. That's when I, that's when I thought it was. I know. I'll, I, it's fine. I know. Everybody okay. knows Captain Crunch like that. But I'm yeah. taking Fruit Loops because you didn't. So. Yeah. Okay. Whew. I thought, okay, you said all. Okay. Anyways, this is bold. I did say this all might be my favorite cereal but people just steady sleeping on it pops Ugh. no um i'm i'm gonna go with oh man i just had it oh man i just had it reese's Ooh, puffs Ooh. oh my god I forgot about reese's puffs dude yeah reese's puffs they very good this is r-w-e-s-e-s yes do we go with the classic? No, no, no. We're not. We're doing. I, I forget what it's called. Um, but that uh, uh, frost. Uh, the. Ooh, I know my frost, next pick. The, the frost, frosted, frosted rice krispies. Oh. Frosted rice krispies. Yeah. All right. My next pick, however, Apple Jacks. Come on, bro. See, I'm not a big Apple Jacks kind of guy. Love me some Apple Jacks. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Big um, Apple Jacks guy. This is... This is... <sighs> okay. I'm going to say it, and this is cheating. And I'm... It just is what it is. Um, I'm going to lump a whole just group of something together because you're not going to pick it. Um, Any Magic Spoon cereal. What's Magic Spoon? Exactly. Uh, so Magic Spoon, let's see, not sponsored oh. by the way. I know Magic Spoon like sponsors people, not sponsored at all by Magic Spoon. But I'll reach out. Uh, to Magic Spoon is just like all of like the the things that like all of our kids cereal that we used to eat, but way healthier. Like there's like it has protein. It has like like I'm looking at the the Fruit Loops right here. Zero sugar in that bad boy, but it tastes mm. just like your Fruit Loop. It's like a healthy version of the night so it's not like your freaking raisin brand you know it's a healthy cereal but it still tastes really really good um again not sponsored by any means um oh dude uh, god dang it i'm sorry 
I just thought of a cereal that I haven't had in forever, and now I'm going to crave it for the next, like, four weeks, and I'm just not going to get it. But anyways, Mm -hmm. yes, Magic Spoon. Going to try that for sure. Um, But mine, Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. We're going to go with the healthier take. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I loved these as a kid. I loved Honey Nut Cheerios as a kid, too. I was one of those that, like, didn't actually hate Cheerios as as a whole. The normal Cheerios are garbage, I will say. Yes. They're trash. Throw them away. Um, mm-hmm. However, apple cinnamon, in my opinion, bold take, is better than honey nut Cheerios. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, um, I can get behind that as well. Um, just gonna just say, one healthy gonna take this for the last one. Yeah, yeah. I so badly wanted to put this on my list. And it's right up there with Pops. People just trash on the cereal. No one talks about this cereal. Don't garbage. care. Honey smacks, baby. <laughs> They're honey yeah. smacks. Honey smacks are good. Um, yeah, they are. If you made it this far, we want to say thank you for listening yeah. all the way through and stay tuned to our Twitter because a trade oh, will be submitted me. within the next couple days for sure. I will promise you that. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Pigskin Project. We have a lot scheduled for next week's show, including our off-season previews. I can't um, but preseason, I should say. Preseason previews. Coming to and an much, end. Much, much more. Yeah, coming to an end next week. Um, and we have a big announcement coming too. Stay tuned to our Twitter. Um, you Make sure you're subscribed or following us on all platforms. We'd like to give a big thank you to Anchor.fm, Uppercuts Grooming, Regional Radio Sports Network, and Overtime Sports Network, which Ben is still pointing at for helping us promote our podcast. Please leave a review down below as that helps us more than you know. And that's it for this week. So thank you for tuning into the Pigskin Project. See you guys next week.